sports talk with the farm. Farmed live from Miamisburg Gardens on the line. Miami Garden. Welcome. Welcome. How are you doing tonight, Mr. Boat? Mojo Rivik. Yeah, we got a uh, great sports forecast going for the winter. If you're into that kind of sports talk with the farm. So this weekend. A, an exciting weekend in the NFL. Uh, the Jets, a big win over the Bills. Uh, the Carolina Panthers lost to the Browns and amongst others, kind of shaping the playoff picture. The Chiefs are an easy pick in the AFC. Between yeah, the- I think you look at the AFC, I think you're fighting for not to be the bottom with Bills, yeah, Jets, but I think they're teams with young quarterbacks that have a future going forward. Like what they see at the quarterback position, we all know you guys. Where you got to win, you're going to beat the Patriots. Well, the Patriots are right in their heels, and the Texans as well at nine and four. Yeah, and I think the Texans this year are really showing what a sound NFL team looks like. Uh, you know, the defense being called by uh, Romeo Cornell, former uh, coordinator for the Patriots and NFL head coach for the Cleveland Browns and Kansas City Chiefs. So this is a guy that's been around the NFL as long as it's been. And you take a guy like J.J. Watt, able to move him around the front four like he is, uh, that's a really good defense with Deshaun Watson over to make plays. And uh, Bill O'Brien, another former uh, Patriots head coach, head guy, and you look at what he was able to do as a coordinator there with the Patriots and then bringing that same philosophy from uh, Penn State team down to Houston and what that team's able to put together now. I think that's a real match for the Patriots. Then the Steelers, a fourth seed, followed up by the Chargers, the second-best team, but the fifth seed uh, is where they set right now, 10-3. and three. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you look at San Diego, and I just think that's a really good team. I, mean, I think it comes down to who's the better quarterback. And, and I, right now, I just feel like that's still Phil Rivers. Even though Ben kind of walked into his first Super Bowl, played well enough for a rookie with that defense, and won his own in Arizona with last-minute heroics, still think overall Phil Rivers is the best Quarter, are the better quarterback out of that class, even with Eli Manning and all his football expertise. Going to make an interesting uh, stretch down the road, down the front here for the playoffs. I think San Diego gets in, but I think Pittsburgh's really got to, you know, check themselves at the door with that loss to the Raiders, which is unexpected. You have the Ravens right on their uh, heels at seven and six. Yeah, I mean, I look at the Ravens, they're bringing in this new guy, Lamar Jackson, rookie draft number 16th overall out of Louisville. I mean, there's a Heisman guy that got elite talent. Can he make the throws he needs to make from the pocket? I think it's going to be the question. You see his talent. You see he's able to run the football, even in the NFL, getting 13, 15 carries a game, almost getting 100 yards. I mean, that's hard to stop for NFL defenses. Uh when you got a quarterback that can run, it's unaccounted for. That's the NFL breakdown with Farm.
We're back with The Farmed here on uh, Sports Talk with The Farmed. Live from Miamisburg Gardens. The Farm Miamisburg Gardens. The Farm comes in uh, at 11 and 3 in a fictitious uh, standings of nothingness. Well, that's a good record, though, and I appreciate the uh, confidence in my efforts there. The shout out. Big time. Now we're going to switch gears a little bit and switch to the NBA and the sudden start, like mid-season, but it's the beginning of the season. Am I right there, Farm Tushes? Yeah, I mean, I think LeBron is, uh, you know, executing as well as he, we thought he would in L.A. It's really changed the league, changed the whole dynamic, him going to the West. Um, given the Lakers, to me, almost automatic bid into the playoffs. I mean, when you got, you know, eight seeds over there, you're going to get one of those golden tickets. And, you know, and I think the Golden Warriors may be in trouble. Now, when you're talking about, uh, the ticket to the big dance, does, uh, does the Lakers, are they better with the, uh, the thought of bringing in a Carmelo Anthony or anybody else? Or do they have the chemistry already set? for that team, for Braun and the boys? Well, I mean, I think it takes time and any team that Braun comes in, you know, um, figures out what he has, what he doesn't have, what he wants. Like I said, I think Melo's always wanted to play with LeBron, and I think the feeling is mutual. I think they came in the league together, and they've always been good friends. I can see that fitting right now where they're at in their careers, and let's be honest. If Carmelo Anthony could retire a Laker, he would take that today. And I think he would fit his way. Maybe he might not be a star right away or ever, but I think coming off the bench and what he contributed offensively would be a great surge for that offense. Remember, you're on Sports Talk with the farm. Just in case you forgot. But with that being in thought, patterns towards – the start of the NBA season. Do you see any big moves on the horizon with any of the teams? It looks like the Raptors and the Bucks all. Have it lined up. Yeah, I think with you look at the Raptors, I mean, it seems that, you know, won the Eastern last year, even with LeBron there, with LeBron gone now. Of course, always a factor. You look at the Greek Freak and Milwaukee, and they're starting to get some pieces together for him. I think both those teams are going to make some noise. And I think Boston's still there with the great coaching. Kyrie Irving, to me, is still one of those guys you can win for. He's like J.G. Wentworth when you least expect it. Yeah, you know, I'm still a little curious why, you know, Cavaliers were so quick to let him go. You look at the position now in the league, I mean, their bottom feeder, no chance of coming up. Is that Kyrie, I think that changes their whole dynamic. So, I mean, I think he's a very talented guy. We'll see what happens to Boston. But I think right now, Milwaukee and Toronto are the lead figures there in the East. Well, that's the NBA breakdown with the Farmed. Welcome back to uh, Sports Talk Farm. Sure, what that was, but uh, we've got Farmed back on the line. 
um, live from Miamisburg Gardens. Uh, welcome, Farmed. Hey, thanks for having me, Mr. Mojo, on your great show. Thank you. We're live here in Portland, Oregon, uh, where it rains a lot. And um, just wanted to write and remind you real quickly. Sports talk with the farm. So the college football playoff selection committee has released the results. Pretty stark. Nobody expected Alabama to be number one. Yeah, well, I think with Alabama, though, you knew that was going to be a pencil in them at the beginning of the year with Saban and the county. They would recruit there. Uh, Oklahoma getting at number four is a big surprise. Again, Clemson number two. Nobody probably saw that coming except for the Clemson Knights fans. Yeah, I mean, I think down there with uh, uh, Dabo Queen, he's really you know developed that program into something not much different than what Saban's done. You know, recruiting the deep south, former Alabama uh, player himself, really is able to get into that constituents of the deep south and get all that talent out of there that, that's deep. Is there a problem when they move into the dirty south? Uh, I, I don't think so. I think as long as Clemson the ACC and you know Alabama the SEC, they can still always win that conference and then get into the playoff. I just wonder, you know, I mean, eventually is they going to be able to take over because they have a young freshman quarterback that can throw all the yards. Now, do you think in a different universe Michigan wins that Ohio State game? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what happened there. I mean. Still shocking to me a bit how they were just unable to stop that offense of Ohio State. But I mean, look at the talent, man. Speed kills, and you get that level of home foot advantage. And they were just, you know, that playing in Auburn maybe a bit different. But I still think Ohio State just has too much team speed right now. Even though uh, Don Brown, the boys, planned a great game, it just speed kills. They could not get that coverage on the outside. How are the Bulls going to shake out this year? You know, you start off with the, you know, the great semifinals and the Cotton Bowl with the Clemson and Notre Dame game. It's just going to be one, I think, it's going to be one for the uh, history book. Notre Dame able to win and go undefeated with that schedule, that vigorous schedule, but still maintaining that high academic standard. Uh, Kelly's done a great job there looking for the NFL moves in the future, but I think that's going to be a real shakeout of just talent and just real good coaching. I'm, I'm looking forward to that on the 29th. Well, that's definitely going to be the wrap-up for the college football NCAA time of the year, places they go. It's always exciting. But that wraps it up for The Farmed, uh, live from Miamisburg Gardens, and his massive intellect on college football. Nah. Three, two, I'm sorry, we're already, we're already recording. I think I messed that part up, but. Welcome back to Sports Talk with The Farm. The Farm is here. And we appreciated you coming to this episode. Uh, yeah, hey, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, this episode was The Farmed Man Cometh.
So we'll see you next time on the Sports Talk with the Farm. We'll see you next time, Farmed. See you next time.